Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. In this corner, weighing in at 195 pounds, he is from Long Island, New York, now hailing from Ithaca, New York. He is making his return to Earth from the hyperbolic time chamber. The challenger, Time Warp. Always wrestling with time. However, from here on and forever, our time is now. Over there, what the hell are you rambling about? This guy, this guy right here, he's a douche. I'm on the other side now, bro. This guy's a douche. Fucking. You see, on my camera feed, you're this way. You're you're on this side. You're yeah. not on this side. On my side, you're usually on the right. Last show, because you did your laptop, I think you were on the left, and I was on the right because of the way we set it up. But I think. We are golden now. Everything's gravy. You're coming in loud and clear. Come on, talk some shit. <laughs> you got some are shit we recording right now. Oh, we're gone, but we're on. I was getting levels right after the first 17 trial and errors, you know. Oh, well, I, I, I needed a countdown. I needed three, two, one, and we're gone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, Wrestling With Time proudly brings to you the Elimination Chamber results from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. In this corner, weighing in at a 190 pounds, soaking wet with two red bricks, it is Tyler Wilson. And in this corner, weighing in at a remarkable 299 pounds, Roadstar Rodan! Welcome to Wrestling With Time! Episode 14. Also... Gonna make a big announcement on the show. I make my Bruce Buffer impression. I could do maybe a... Um, how you say AEW Justin Roberts impression? I could do one of those too. Got a big announcement that we discussed earlier. Just for the people watching right now, we are going to be branching off. Uh, for so long, it might have caused some confusion for people saying, you know, our time is now episode 33 and wrestling with time number 14. 13, 12. It was confusing me for a while too, as we know. So you could still get the same feed online. The hour time is now in the wrestling with times will still be part of the same feed online. It will have its own separate playlist on YouTube and other streaming sites. Uh, whether it's a rumble account or odyssey or anywhere else you may find the podcast, all those links will be below. But as of now, Wrestling With Time is its own entity. So you could look for the Wrestling With Time logo, the wrestling tree, 
and the hourglass, and that will show you that it's a Wrestling With Time episode. But um, yeah, just clear that up, clear the air. It's all going to be found in the same place, so this way you still got the arts for our time, and then we got the Wrestling With Time, you know, doing its own thing. But we're making way around here, three separate shows. Anything it's you need a to lot add? to do. Need your help. Yeah, anything you need to add, bro? We could jump into a sponsor right quick. You could hit them with a nice little sponsor with those links below. Open up the Today's show like sponsor that. is brought to you in part by Dr. Squatch Soap. Now, me, as a regular person who does wrestling, or actually is retired from professional wrestling and has done construction work, let me tell you, being a guy outside in the hot day, even when it's nice out, you just sweat and you stink. The best way to get that stuff off of you is Dr. Squatch Soap. And if you don't believe me, here's Dr. Fauci to let you know. Hey, everyone, Dr. Fauci, I want to let you know. Go down there, get your 15, 20, whatever percent off using the link down below and get yourself Dr. Squatch Soap. I'm 80 years old. I like to have a heavy grit, so I'm able to make sure I'm still alive. So I take the heavy grit and I really rub it in there to get myself clean. But I like to make sure I'm alive because I'm 80. So anyway, besides that, Dr. Squatch Soap, make yourself smell like a fresh Niagara Fall. Maybe you're at the beach and you want some rum. Or if you want to smell like you're from the Pine Barrens here in Long Island, get yourself some pine tar. And always remember to check me out on TikTok at Dr. Fauci on TikTok where you'll get the up-to-date news on COVID and also horse deworming products. Now, back to the show. Alrighty, then. You saw me doing my Fauci jerking two dicks. <laughs> I was like, looks like you jerking two dicks. <laughs> I like Bukaki. But fuck it. Um, yeah, bro. So, yeah, we jump into this review. We, we'll hit him up with the... Uh, Good old Saudi pay-per-view, or as we like to call them now, premium live event from Saudi Arabia, well, which consisted of elimination. elimination Chamber. Hit him with it. All right, so Elimination Chamber started in the States really early. If you were like me on the East Coast, you're expecting the show to start at like 3, 4 o'clock like it usually would with a Saudi show. Nah, they started at 11 a.m., so I had to get my ass ready to watch this fucking thing. And let me tell you, it was a, on the on an overall, it was a good pay-per-view. I was wrong in my predictions. Uh, and I was just wrong in general on this pay-per-view because I had a lot of hope going in that WWE wasn't going to do title versus title. At Mania, and now yeah. we're gonna get title versus fucking title. And I'm pretty sure uh, I mentioned it, that a while back. I said, imagine they're gonna try to unify the title or become another undisputed champion. I think I said like a couple episodes back, and you were like, not a chance. And then I was like, motherfuckers. I really didn't see it happening, only for the fact that it 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 just didn't it wouldn't have made any sense because now you're gonna have a dual champion. Well, it also it looked like they were trying to work around that angle, like that time when Co uh, Roman Reigns got COVID too, though, and they tried to like work around that angle, and because yeah, they were trying to avoid it, the champion know, versus champion, but then it came back full circle. So, Seth Rollins was seen walking out of the elimination chamber the other day. Um, video of one of the Saudi crowd people, 
posted it online that he was very pissed off with the way how the match uh, went. As soon as he got eliminated, he just got right up and walked right out, and he was very pissed. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was like annihilation yeah, as usual the, by Brock. He's one of the first ones eliminated, so it. it What's up, yo? Austin Theory, though, that was kind of funny how they had him like running from Brock. Like, Brock, please. Of a lifetime. For somebody who's working with Vince McMahon, I I saw him getting a big push. I didn't think it was going to be that fucking big to where that he would stand toe to toe with fucking Brock Lesnar. All right. The best part of the match was when Austin Theory low blowed Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar sold that perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Lesnar sold it. Mint. Austin Theory even looked up and he's like, "Did I just fucking pin Brock in the dick?" Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> his face was just like, oh, "What did I just do?" <laughs> Fred, well, Freddie was here and Freddie's laughing too because I don't know when the last time he watched wrestling, but he just happened to show up that day, like right at the paper, like during the pay per view, like twelve thirty, one o'clock, some point in there, and we watched that part and. He's like, yo, he's laughing. I was like, oh, you don't know Brock. Like, you don't know Mountain Man Brock yet? Like, I love Brock now. Brock is great. But, um, you, you, you saw him. Like, he, he was holding himself, like, right there in the ring. And then he sat up and laughed, like, a minute. And it was almost like, you motherfucker. Like, you don't realize how dead you are. <laughs> That's exactly what I, I, I was. I was all fucking up in arms. But let's go over this pay-per-view. We got the first match is the pre-show. We got Rey Mysterio with Dominic in the corner versus The Miz. Mm -hmm. Now, when Rey and Dominic were coming down the ring, Dominic had a towel in his hand as the white flag, as you will. So I was thinking, are they really going to break up Dominic and Rey and finally execute that plan for WrestleMania? No. Mm -mm. That'll be down the line, though. You know they're going to have a dad Ray, versus son uh, match, right? WWE loves Ray the family shit. Is a pretty 50-50 all match until it got up to where that the Miz was getting pretty pissed off with Dominic being on the outside. So the Miz goes and grabs a steel chair. Dominic rips it out of his hand. Mysterio's dealing with the referee. And then... And then fucking the Miz is like doing this on the fucking ring end and on the ring apron. And then he looks at the referees while he's distracted and he bumps himself into the steel, uh, uh, into the steel steps. And Dominic's got the steel chair in his hand and he's going, ah, ah. And then the ref's looking at Dominic with the chair. And I was like, yo, screw job, screw job. Fucking that infamous it, word. It all turned out great because even though that the ref was about to throw Dominic out of the fucking arena and everything, the uh, Ray ended up getting the upper hand and they ended up doing their bit with the you know with the father son six one nine and that was good. It was a good ending. But when they but when the Miz got backstage, the Miz um gave a clue to WrestleMania. It's going to be Dominic and Ray versus The Miz and Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul, really? Logan Paul's coming back for another year at WrestleMania. All right. Hey. Whatever. He was there last year. Yeah. I mean, well, year. Wasn't, he, wasn't he actually the host or something? No, he rest, uh, He did the thing with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn last year. All right. But didn't he host like one year too? I thought he was the host of the WrestleMania that year though. And the previous year before that wasn't the host Gronkowski or something. 
The host was Gronkowski in 2020. Last year, I believe, was Logan Paul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They started doing this like WrestleMania host now. It's like how they used to have like the the Monday Night well, Raw celebrity host. It all started WrestleMania 30 and Hulk Hogan just came back. So it, it, it was Hogan's thing. And ever since WrestleMania 30, they have been having hosts. Yeah, well, I feel like that brings it back to the root anyway, because they wanted to incorporate that celebrity aspect that they've always been known for, like in the beginning of WrestleMania, like, you know, like the first first decade of WrestleMania, <laughs> I suppose. And then like they kind of got away from it, I feel like, you know. And had Donald Trump. He had Ozzy Osbourne. He had Cindy Lauper. Yeah, he always he had fucking Mike Tyson. Uh, he had Liberace, I think, at one point. I, I actually know. I just think thinking, Liberace was actually. When, um, when did that come back into play, though? Like WrestleMania goes Hollywood, like 21. They started, or like shortly after that? 22. Or, 22. No, 21. 21. 21. Yeah. But uh, I was going to say. Goes 21. Yeah, WrestleMania goes WrestleMania Hollywood. Goes Next year. Yeah, they're going to So again. they're planning next year. I really hope they do that same thing, whether they do with the movie trailers. They should do that well, every time they go to Hollywood. Is that is that the SoFi Stadium, which where it was supposed to be in 2020, but because of COVID, they ended up doing everything in Florida. Mm-hmm. So WrestleMania 39 is going to be Back at Hollywood, it's going to be WrestleMania comes back to Hollywood, and it's going to be main evented by Roman Reigns versus The Rock. What are we on right now? Thirty. And it's going to be I know WWE champion and and losing the Roman Reigns to solidify Roman Reigns as the guy now. Yeah. What 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 are we at now? We're at thirty eight. We're at thirty eight, and it's a two day extravaganza in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel like it's been a two day. It's been two day. They've for the past couple Since of the pandemic. Yeah, of course. But uh pandemic changed everything. I think that first WrestleMania was that the was the Takers Return match, right? That that crazy shit they did with uh that AJ was his Styles. last match yeah. against AJ. AJ Styles, which I loved and that, that match. That was the first year in the pandemic, right? That was like 2020 WrestleMania yeah. or some shit. Or 2019, 2020. So um, after the kickoff, we start off with the Universal Championship. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Versus Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know how that went down. Match, the worst five minute match in history. Dude, you 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 texted me like bullshit, and I was like, I'm gonna call him and tell him. I what knew Roman shit was gonna was. win, but it could have went longer than five fucking minutes. Yeah, but also once I knew that guillotine was coming, I said they're prepping this up so this way when it's Roman versus Brock, no, they'll be like, he knows a submission saw, too, you know. No, what I saw was Roman Reigns getting retribution, thinking that Goldberg was Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble, because that's how Roman beat Seth Rollins. Yeah, I know. So now every time he faces somebody, he has to go to that place because Rollins brought him there. And they're going to do Rollins versus Reigns again sometime down the road again this year. Of course, bro. So they're going to incorporate all of that. Yeah. That's like that's like saying, so, like, well, they're going to have Triple H versus Shawn Michaels again like back in the day, of course. Roman is a good 20-minute match, which ended in a double disqualification, which is okay. But you you did the finish to last pay-per-view for this one. Yeah, yeah. I understand that the guillotine might have been the only way to get 
Goldberg not to continue, but mm-hmm. you could have went a different route. You could have went at least 10 minutes and then at least hit the guillotine and not literally recreate the match from Royal Rumble to where that Seth Rollins had literally had his hands right there at the ropes and couldn't get it and passed out. And then yeah. once he got his foot on it or whatever, fucking the ref just counted the five and it was a double DQ. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what happened. Goldberg, they, and they Reigns. Goldberg was right there. Goldberg couldn't get it. And then he passed out. And then the ref called the bell. Yeah, I was going to say they almost had him like counted out, though. Like there was a nine count with Goldberg Literally, outside the ring. That's exactly what they almost did. Yeah, so and I was like, it, you could have just at least put him to sleep outside the ring. Five minutes. He, he, they could have put him to sleep outside minutes. the ring, though. I'm saying, like, you know, like the, the count, like before you wake up, is going to be 10 seconds at least. Like you could have put him outside the ring. Put him out and then did a count out also. But could I knew have done that too. Like there, there could have been ways that you could have left Goldberg looking strong and Roman Reigns could have won, you know, could have won the match without looking weak. Yeah. One of the ways is to have a double pin after the fucking spear that came out of nowhere. You could have had a double pin. And Roman getting his shoulder up at the last second because that spear was all that Goldberg had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the last spear he had left. So, and, you know, you can write that very well to where that you can have, okay, double pin the last second. Roman gets his shoulder up and then Roman wins the match because he's still pinning Goldberg. Mm-hmm. So it makes Goldberg look strong leaving. And it makes Roman look good for WrestleMania. Of course, yeah. But also, like back, back to back to my joke though. Storyline, which in storyline, the way how I would write it is that Goldberg is just you know is just as good as Brock Lesnar. So if he was able just to squeak a win out out of Goldberg like that, he might be able to. He do should it be able. To- I know. Well, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like I got a submission too, Brock, Mister UFC. I have a guillotine. Like they're gonna be like, oh my god, it's submission versus submission match, or maybe they'll have a submission match eventually. Brock Lesnar rarely puts in the Kimura lock, and to be honest, he doesn't even do it properly. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, he he doesn't do it anymore, but I'm just saying, like, still, it it, it would just be like a, a corny angle they could use at some point. Submission match. Hey, or... Match was bullshit. I enjoyed it, but the ending was bullshit. It was too yeah. quick. I thought it went for at least ten. Minutes. No, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Goldberg and Reigns. Yeah, it's just overall. Yeah. It, it, I liked the match, but I didn't like the ending. The ending was so stupid. I, 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 yeah, I mean, they could have did a lot better for that match, especially when you're going all the way overseas for that. That, that was my yeah, answer. Yeah, and, and especially even, when you're paying Goldberg half a million dollars. Yeah, even, even um, Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 20 though like you could have did something like that like that crowd ain't necessarily going to boo you out the building for being stagnant for a while and running Madison, out the crowd is not going to boo you out like that you they, just entertain them they'll be happy that's how I it know, is there. but I'm saying overseas they don't get to see WWE <laughs> all the time like we're unappreciative fucks here but when you see that shit live like it don't matter bro it's Goldberg I, I, I'm not going to throw boo because the match ain't living up to par like just to see that match to witness that match. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I'm only going to boo you I if I hate your guts. That's it. Man. Man. You fucking suck, whoever you are, the heel at that time period. You know what I mean? But Our second match is the women's elimination chamber match. I, I, now, I, I kind I was, of enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this match. This yeah. match 
to me and Bianca, was better than the men. Bianca Belair did exactly what I thought she was going to do. Well, it, 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 Bianca Belair to go to WrestleMania has been written down since November. That has been their plan since November. Well, she already had Vince her McMahon WrestleMania is, moment, but she didn't have Vince it with a crowd. Is Vince, Vince right now has a problem. He doesn't have WrestleMania all set up. This is the one year where WrestleMania is not fully planned out to where everything goes the way it is. Mm-hmm. Well, to where that the past couple of years, yeah, he's been able to work around everything. Uh, usually, even after the pandemic, WrestleMania has been pretty much locked in stone for the plans in September of you know the year prior. Mm-hmm. So there's about eight months of advance, you know, shit of what they're really going to do. They already had Bianca versus Becky Lynch planned technically since November, but it's te- it was technically planned since Becky came back yeah. at SummerSlam and won the title from Bianca Belair. Yeah, but I'm saying Bianca yeah, Bianca had her WrestleMania moment, but it was during no 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 year, live, yes, yeah, no live audience. Year, it was the Thunderdome or whatever. So this will be her first time in front of an audience. So they got to give her that shine again. You know, no, what are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? They were in front of an audience last year in Florida. They they had a live crowd at WrestleMania last year. They held it at the Citrus Dome last year. They held it at the where? The Citrus Dome. Ah, so it was only the, it was only which is now called something else, but I know it as the Citrus Dome. Two WrestleManias ago was the only one that they did digitally. I feel like they did two years digital. 2020 was digitally. Last year was the return to live crowds, and they only did it in Florida last year. Hmm. All right. 2020 was the only one that happened at the Thunderdome. I think because other I've, than that, everything else which, was which in ironically front of the I've watched. I've watched that one a lot because I liked a lot of the Hollywood effects, especially that Taker match. So I've watched that WrestleMania a couple of times. Taker match was fucking phenomenal. I. I we can do a whole nother pod, you know, and a whole nother episode on that because that yeah. alone, yeah. I, a, a good 30 minute match. Perfect. From start to end, you got AJ Styles coming in the fucking coffin with the Druids comes out. He's all, yeah. And then after that, you sit calling out Undertaker in the cemetery. And shit was a fucking movie, bro. And the new fucking Metallica song and everything, which was fucking bad. That shit. That, but that shit brought me back because like that shit is that like what we wish. Like it was and then three all over again. Not even 2003. I'm thinking even before 2003 because I'm thinking that shit is shit we wanted to see as kids from Taker. Like, Ministry of Darkness scared the shit out of me. Like, when they threw motherfuckers up on a cross and shit. I wanted Biker Taker back. Stephanie kidnapped Stephanie. I was like, this kind of brought me back to that time in life. I wanted Biker Taker back for the past six years. Yeah. But this has been... It would have been a great way to go out. You as the actual badass who is an action, you know, which the badass Undertaker is the legit Mark Calloway. But this Undertaker is all three takers. Got into a whole character for him to retire. Yeah, for sure. And go out even though that he'll still have the Holy Trinity, as he called it, the powers of the old, the powers of the new, and the powers of his current. It's... It's you're messing with the phenom, you're messing with the badass, then you're messing with Mark himself. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the Holy Trinity. Yeah. That's the dead man that'll make you a dead man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. But going back to this yeah, game I know, match. I know, we're getting uh, off, but... We got a couple of uh, Alexa Bliss returned. Yeah, Liv uh, she's Morgan, back I thought, could have had a chance, too. Bliss. 
Alexa Bliss the Fiend version, mm-hmm. which I think is stupid. They should have brought her back as Twisted Bliss. Yeah. Just me saying. Uh, we had fucking Liv Morgan come yeah. out to a Britney Spears 1999 fucking attire, which was great. Yeah, yeah. When she, when Liv Morgan came out on the stage, I'm looking and I was like, yo, you can't do that. Britney Spears is going to fucking sue the WWE right now because she looked exactly like Britney like in Britney that music Spears. video that where she wears that red latex suit. She had the hair, the fucking suit, everything was exact. Yeah, yeah. Yo, and, and I thought she was going to win because the announcers said like Liv Morgan has been in this match a couple of times or something like that. And they said if she don't take it now, she might never win an elimination chamber or some shit like that. And I said, what? She's still young, bro. What the hell are you talking about? Got time. Alexa Bliss is the first ever Elimination Chamber match winner for the women's. Yeah. Yeah, so my, you see, well, this is only I, like I the, this Alexa is only like the third. Is this because, the, I, because she had the experience and she was returning. Well, what is this? I knew yeah, that third or fourth because gonna, women's. I knew that Bianca Belair was going to win the match. Yeah, I had a feeling too. But I I wanted I, I wanted W you see now the week before WWE said they were pulling a swerve on the fans. Mm-hmm. And I thought the swerve was gonna be either two things. Either Alexa Bliss is going to win the elimination chamber and face Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, or Cody Rhodes was gonna be at Elimination Chamber. Now, Cody Rhodes has been seen at WWE Performance Center as of yesterday. He is taping vignettes. He could be debuting as early as tonight. Yeah, Monday night. Make sure you watch it. Or he could be debuting at WrestleMania. Right now, talks are that Cody could be debuting in two weeks, which would give a month build-up for a Mania match, which would be great. Mm -hmm. Or... He debuts tonight, and he has to end. We may not get the title versus title match yeah. because it- of, of what the reports are coming from Dave Melser and Sean and, and and Sean Ross Rapp and everybody else. He's going to get the biggest push that he's ever gotten in the WWE, which means he is going to be winning a major championship, and it's going to be either the Universal. Or the WWE, which means that WWE does not plan on having both titles together long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you're thinking they're going to put the belt on him pretty early on, huh? You're that confident? Oh, very him? early on because the report is is that Tony Khan could not give him the money he wanted. Ah. Vince McMahon, and like, and like I said on the last on the last episode. Vince has been talking, you know, WWE and Cody Rhodes have been talking to each other since December 31st when Cody's contract expired because Cody didn't have a, a uh, non-compete clause. Yeah. So automatically WWE was like, oh, your contract ended. Let's start to talk. Because I'm trying to think and I'm like, I'm you know, he wanted, here is the real report. Cody Rhodes wanted CM Punk level money. Tony Khan's not paying that. At least not right now. Not at least until he gets another television deal and everything is set in stone for the next six, seven years. Yeah. So Vince technically said 
give you the push of a lifetime and we'll help, and we'll actually let you have your creative feelings because we've seen what you did over there. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Hey, Vince McMahon probably shelled out $10 million a year for fucking Cody Rhodes. And it would be yeah. worth it because WWE just made $1.3 billion. Yeah. And I mean, like, they're rolling in the money. He's got the, he's got the American nightmare in his corner then for sure. You know, like the son of Dusty, bro. It's just so in all actuality, we could be seeing Cody Rhodes tonight, February 21st, where do you, 2022. Where this do you video think may that, go up in and it may already happen. Where do you leave Dustin then? You think you see him staying with AEW? Uh, Dustin is in impact. He's doing his thing. And right now, uh, I thought he's at AEW. When did he go to Impact? He's been wrestling for them. Mannequin challenge. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I have my glasses. Where the fuck did you go, bro? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna nail this. Oh, ended. Dropped his ass. Couldn't find my other glasses. I don't know. But it's dude. That that was just it weird is, as fuck, dude. I don't know. It, it dude, has never done that before. Huh? It has never done that before. Dude, you just froze like this? Hold on. I missed a couple calls from you. You went. And I was getting I was getting my glasses to match you with the mannequin challenge. I couldn't find my other glasses, so I was like, sunglasses will work. <laughs> but um, yeah, Dustin. That's what we're talking about. I think. Are we in record right now? Yeah, we're going, bro. That's uh, all I, right. Good. I tried not to stop, but all right, all right. Yeah. So, to what I know, I had a tweet from uh, Dustin Rhodes that uh, their mom's in the hospital. So, uh, okay. Don't know exactly what he may debut tonight. He may not. Oh no. Oh, he was. Supposed all to- I know is that yesterday he was spotted at Florida. So. Wait, what do you mean debut? Where is he supposed to go? TNA, you said? WWE. Dustin? No, Cody. Oh, no, no. I said I said Dustin. I said, you think he's going to stay in uh, AEW? And then you said he's in Impact. And I was oh, like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
He's Dustin's a- staying in AEW. He's okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I was like, because Cody kind of got him there. Like he bought him over, you know. He goes, no, Then Cody's like, I'm back in WWE now. See you later, bro. Dustin, uh, Dustin was going anyway. It, it only made sense so that he could be who he wants to be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Instead of getting right. the horrible TNA angle we got with him called Black Reigns. So. Okay. But uh, all right, so yeah, I mean, you you had Bel Air picked for this match. We we, we I had Alexa Bliss for this match, but I knew Bianca was gonna win. I wanted WWE to pull the swerve. Yeah, I, I I had a feeling once Bianca came out, I said, "Yo, she's got this in the bag." Because WWE did say two days before, "Hey, we're pulling a swerve," and I thought the swerve would be either Cody Rhodes debuts or Alexa Bliss wins the fucking elimination chambers. That's the only way you're gonna pull a swerve on it. Yeah, I mean, or I thought Liv Morgan by what no, the, by I what guess the, the uh, announcers were saying. Because it ended up being Austin Theory versus Brock Lesnar at the end of the Elimination Chamber match, so that was the swerve everyone got. Yeah, another bullshit-ass match where they got Bobby out of there, though, because they didn't Austin want him to the face each other. Yeah, get to that ending. Austin Theory? Yeah. Fucking awesome, man. I'm saying He's they, awesome. They pulled a lot of shit out of there. Uh, Austin Theory is going to be my number one, prof- Austin, you know, the, the, the wrestler that I'm going to watch this year. He is the guy to watch. Yeah. I am sorry. He is. If, if you want to know who WWE is going to be making a star into next, Austin Theory. Trust me. I've been hearing a lot about him, though, I mean, for a long time, and that was the first time I really seen him. Fucking, he is fucking funny, Austin Theory. He yeah. is funny with the selfies and everything. I, I did laugh when he was apologizing to Brock. I said, and the camera caught him like, apologizing. I was like, fucking guy. So we get a really yeah. good match. We get everybody getting all their shit in. The, the, this women's chamber lasted pretty long, which I was pretty happy about. Oh, yeah. that's That was my initial question. What is this? The third or fourth chamber women's? Third? Is it the third? I think I mean, it's the third of the fourth. Women third, Evolution third. was what, 2018? This is third, but it's the first one in Saudi Arabia. Okay. For men or women. Okay. Yeah, no, I was just figuring. I was like, 2018 was Evolution, and then I don't know if they did the Women's Royal Rumble that same year, or they waited a year and then did the first Women's Royal Rumble. They Ev- did the first Women's Royal Rumble in 2019. Yeah, so that was a year after Evolution was in 2018, uh, the end of 2018, I think. Evolution right? was in October of 2018. Yeah, I so then they did the did first it. Royal Rumble in 2019. But yeah, from Evolution on is when they started giving the women all their own matches, like their own Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumble. And WWE has been behind the bar on it. Uh, and, Money uh, in the Bank. What else they got? The first ever Women's Money in the Bank was won by James Ellsworth. It was won by a dude. So... Yeah. Could be mistaken for a bit. And though. it's officially on the record books that he won it for Carmella, but legally, in yeah. defining aspects of, of a woman's career. money in the bank match, the first one was James Ellsworth. That's the highlight of that guy's career. It was like, I was a world champion at one time. Like, yeah, I didn't know you got the intercontinental title. I was the women's champion. Thank you very much. No, I, <laughs> no, I won women's money in the bank. Oh, yeah, money in the bank. Never mind. Yeah, I won women's money in the yeah. bank for my girlfriend. All right, either way, man. He, he could have been champion, too. You never know. <laughs> there were serious talks about him becoming WWE champion against him and AJ Styles. Didn't Santino, Morel- really- 
Didn't Santina yes. Morella do Santina Morella for a while? The WWE champion for a while. Was Santino ever women's champion? As Santina? No, no, but Santina won Miss WrestleMania. Ah, Santina. Another man won another woman's first in WrestleMania history or wrestling history. That's insane. He he was an entertainer, though, man. That dude was hilarious. Santino is hysterically funny. His daughter is in the WWE Performance Center right now, oh, yeah. so we may have another like three years, and you know, until we get Santino's daughter. Yeah, he had a hell of a character. That was the whole thing. The oh, character his character him. was great. One of those guys you can hate him or love him or just laugh at him or whatever. But his charisma. accent was great. His yeah. accent was great. Yeah, for sure. But uh, okay, so yeah, Belair takes this match. We'll be talking about it other wrestling all night. At the end, though, so that surprised me. I didn't, you know, I knew WWE was going to keep Alexa strong, and that's why I said the swerve would have been Alexa Bliss winning the chamber match as one of them. Uh-huh. But they got Bianca Belair to punch her ticket to WrestleMania. Good for her. She beat Alexa Bliss clean with the KOD one two three. I, good for Belair. She gets another yeah. WrestleMania moment. Good for her. Yeah, bro. It's dope. Who do we got next on the card? Our next match is probably the... I, I, I want to say it, it was it was a decent match. Not Lito's match, right? Yeah. No, it's not Lita's it's, match. Yeah, Lita's match. one more, and then, and then. No, it's this match. Then it's Lita's match. I'm just uh-huh. trying to remember who it. There was it was so many fucking matches for that show. I uh, trying to remember. I think it was Baron Corbin and Mad Cat Moss versus Drew McIntyre in a one-on-two handicap match. Oh yeah, okay. Mad Cat Moss on the fucking bump. I missed. Let that me match. tell you. Drew McIntyre hit a reverse Alabama slam and Mad Cat Moss was supposed to do a face bump when he went down, tuck his neck in and he fucking almost broke his neck when fucking mm. Drew McIntyre dropped him. Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, cringeworthy. Here's his neck. Look, here's his neck when he takes the move. Here's Drew McIntyre. You see where his neck is right mm. here? Yeah. Drew McIntyre does the Alabama slam. Boom. Lands on his head like that. Yeah. Mm. He literally went like, Ugh. oof. Yeah, I can feel it. Oh, no, you know, like, I, when that happened, seeing I, shit like that, no, though, you I, could see, you I, feel I, it. I was like, oh my God, I would literally be sitting there in the middle of the ring going, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, uh uh. Yeah. Nah, fucking, I, I missed uh, that match. That, that was when Freddie got here, actually. <laughs> Right away, going motherfucker! I can't, I can't. They, I, I understand there's certain protocols to finishing a match, but your health is number one. Yeah, always. But still, I'm surprised Matt Capmos continued. He's had further diagnostics and dialysis things, or whatever they call it. I'm a dialysis doctor. I don't know any diagnostic testing. Well, fuck it. And. He seems to be okay. Who, who, so who, who won that? that? There's nothing wrong with him. Who won it? 
Oh, Drew McIntyre by fucking swinging the shit out of Angela at fucking Baron Corbin. Yeah. Baron Corbin, at the the last 30 seconds of the match, kept interfering with Drew trying to pin him and pin him. Finally, he takes Angela out of the corner, and and fucking Baron Corbin starts running. He goes, wham! He fucking did a whole circle, literally tried to fucking get him. He missed him by maybe like that much. Yeah. And he he just puts his foot on top of Mad Cat Moss and just points the sword at him like this. Mm-hmm. And then the one, two. Yeah. Oh, dude, that crazy match after sword Mad Cat Moss bro, almost paralyzed himself. Yeah. Cringe. Yeah, I missed that match. And then the next match, I I I pretty sure we like we were in the kitchen talking. And then, the next uh, match is Lita versus Becky yeah, Lynch. Lita and versus Becky. Twenty minutes. It was good. And this match was great. Yeah. When when Lita did the twist of fate and then she set up for the moonsault, I said, she's going to move. She's going to move. And then she landed. And I said, oh, dope. Yeah, she she, it, it, it fucking great fucking night match. She looked great. WWE is very, very happy with yeah. her performance and the crowd reaction she got. So she may be coming back for more. Freddie's like, holy shit, is that Lita? I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Lita's back for one night. One night stand. One night, <laughs> One night stand with Lita. Where's Edge at? Whoa. Somebody call up Edge. Hey, Edge. No. We got Lita somebody, here for a one night stand. Somebody call Juventu Guerrera. He would know. Is he is he hitting that right now? Juventu Guerrera was the first guy that she ever started fucking in the in the industry. Uh, and then she moved her way up to Matt Hardy. S.A. Rios was next. Or was Hoovy? Was Hoovy Guerrera, S.A. Rios, Matt Hardy, Edge, CM Punk. Um, she was just smashing Punk because they were like in the same genre together. It's like, hey, we like the same I shit. I don't. I no. I don't even think so. I I no. don't. Well, Edge is like a rock star uh, too. CM Punk, and as far as what I know, she's either got a boyfriend right now or she's single. I know she's focusing on her music career. And she does a lot. She does a lot of like animal help, like PETA. She does that too, but she work. also has her own personal music band. Yeah, yeah, punk pop band or something. I think it's kind of like a heavy metal, like rock and roll thing. I'm not sure. Going by her style, it would be the like heavy metal or punk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it, it, was good, like, it was good to see um, her back. You saw she got upset, kinda though. Like, um, kind of like Jeff Hardy's music. It makes no fucking sense. It sounds like fucking country blues, which is like I don't even know who's in a mixed band. in like weird house music. It's weird. His music's weird. He's in a band? He's in a group? Yeah. Uh, his TNA theme, Another um, another Me, was done by his band, and that's Jeff Hardy singing the lo- uh, vocals to it. Mm, that's crazy. Heroxy Wygen. I I don't know why like they don't make it a little bit bigger considering they're like worldwide icons and shit. Like WWE superstars are some of the biggest well-known people in the world. I feel like worldwide because they're not. Yeah, but in in the world standard, they're you know they're still considered WWE the stephead. You know, they're still considered the redhead stepchilds of wrestling. Who WWE? Yeah, but I'm saying like when it, people when it, like go crazy it, over superstars. I'm surprised their musics and their band aren't like like I don't even know Jeff Hardy even did music. I didn't even know 
who who else did you say had a, had a band? Lita, I didn't know. Lita that. had then, a band. Like the only only person I know that has a band is Jericho. Most successful. Lita does. Wrestler Jeff Hardy does. Um, the most successful with a band and a wrestler, baby. <laughs> I could probably think of somebody else, but other than that, everybody else has got their own ventures. Uh, yeah. But we got Becky Lynch versus Lita. Becky won, obviously, but yeah, Lita, Becky actually Lita was feeling emotional. Out. You saw Lita feeling the kind of emotional after that loss, but hey, you know. Lita did fucking awesome in that match. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was just like it was like holy shit, like to do this again, tears, you know, like it felt good. It was, it was a feel good moment, even though she lost. It was probably like I lost, but it's like this fucking feels awesome all over again. I remember why I love this. Yeah. Then WWE does the montage for the Undertaker for him to go into the fucking Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was dope. It was a five minute package. It was long. It was dope, though. but it was worth it. Yeah, it was fire. I mean, his documentary, Last Ride, was... I feel like I'm missing a match, but I'm not. So the next match is the Usos uh, versus the Viking Raiders. Never happened. It wasn't because of time restraints or anything like that. The original plan was for the Viking Raiders to come down to the ring and then the Usos jumped them and fucking beat the crap out of them so that, you know, they can't have a match and everything. And then that'll probably take place on SmackDown or something. And then we get the elimination. Oh, no. I'm sorry. There was so many matches that night. We all said Ronda Rousey and Naomi. Versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville with Ronda Rousey's one hand tied behind her back. Yeah, and she came out in her judo gi. That was pretty dope, though. Yeah, the same gi she won at the Beijing Olympics in 08. Uh-huh. It was pretty fire. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, you know, Charlotte was like, I don't want no part of that shit. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit. And uh, I'm out. Ronda and Naomi got the win, which I which was really cool. Uh, Naomi's going to get her WrestleMania moment because they're going to do Sonya Deville versus Naomi at WrestleMania for the actual blow-off match to be done, which would be eight months of build-up because this has been building up since June of last year. Yeah, cool. So this will be good to end that feud and start fresh with somebody else. Uh, it advances Ronda and Charlotte for their match at WrestleMania. It makes Ronda look strong and it makes Charlotte Flair look pretty strong too. So, because uh, uh, Charlotte wasn't the one who was beaten, Sonya was. So, that's going to be a good match at Mania. And then, uh, and all the other matches. It was just so many matches. It was such yeah. a long paper until early morning. It was. I, wasn't it was. I, I mean, I, I wasn't up for the first match. You called me at 11. I, I, I missed that. I, 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 like I said, Dominic 11 a.m. I've never even seen him. You at 11 a.m. It's usually four. Yeah. Yeah. But well. anyway, now we get to the main event. We get mm. to the WWE Championship Elimination Chamber match. Yes, sir. Everybody enters the pods. Everybody gets in the ring. We start the match off with Seth Rollins. Versus AJ Styles. Pretty good. Pretty good to start the fucking matchup. Next, we get Austin Theory in. 
then we're supposed to get fucking, uh, hold on, in the match. I have to remember exactly everybody. Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Matt Riddle. Seth. All right, so it goes Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. Austin Theory gets in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry, Matt Riddle gets in. Mm-hmm. Then Austin Theory gets in. And then Seth Rollins, now Seth Rollins, I think, is going to end up having the worst name in professional wrestling when it comes to power bombs because he's hurting everybody with this fucking buckle bomb. He takes Austin Theory and buckle bombs him into the fucking elimination chamber door and it knocks Bobby Lashley out mm-hmm. to where Lashley did suffer a shoulder injury against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. So he's going to be out for four months. So it was a way to write him out. And the way to in, in the way to advance him and Brock Lesnar in another match, yeah, at a later date, of course, because it's all because part WWE of the has to, uh, They are going to do Lashley versus Lesnar again sometime this year, and it will not be title for title. It, it won't. It won't be for a championship, to my knowledge, right now. So it writes him out for storyline issues, and it gets him to get the surgery he needs. And when Bobby Lashley's pod is chosen to be open, released. you know, Bobby to come in, Brock Lesnar gets pissed so. and Brock Lesnar went off script. This is legitimately, this was reported. Vince was, Vince was happy that he went off script apparently Yeah. because it filled yeah. in the filler of Bobby not being in there. Yeah, of course. Kicks Bobby's chamber gets open. Nobody's in it. Brock Lesnar throws a hissy and fucking just... Boom! Kicks the fucking glad, kicks the fucking elimination chamber open, and enters the match, and he starts kicking everybody's ass. Brock Lesnar eliminates Seth Rollins, number one. Eliminates AJ Styles. Eliminates Matt Riddle. Now it's up to him and Austin Theory. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory starts running around the ring. Brock Lesnar's laughing at him, and then finally, at one point. Brock Lesnar's got him pinned. He's got him on the ground. And Austin Theory goes, boom! And Brock just goes, boom! Fucking just drops. Lesnar's literally in pain. And Austin Theory just looks at the camera. He's like, what the fuck did I just do? Yeah. He tries to pin him. He can't get the pin. He goes for his fucking thing off the top rope. He still can't get the pin. And then Brock Lesnar gets up laughing and goes, You're done. Yeah. He starts yeah. kicking the shit out of him. And then Austin Theory climbs the cage. Brock Lesnar gets him at the fucking top of the pod and just F5s him off the pod onto the fucking chain floor below. Oh. Yeah, boy. Once that happened, I knew Brock Lesnar won the match. I was like, "There's no way Austin Theory. I, there's no way. No way Vince is gonna write Austin Theory kicks out of that. There's no way. Nah, nah, not a chance. I, I, you and know what? I, Even I, when he threw him back in the ring, like I think Brock was like, eh, "Do I give him another one or do I just pin him?" Like I, I think the crowd wanted one more. I know I wanted one more. I was like, "Is he gonna give this kid one more F five and seal the deal?" But no, nah, he was just like. It looked like he contemplated it a minute. Like, eh, I think that was a good pop. Definitely contemplated giving him another. So let, let me end on that note. High note. One, two, three. You know, 
He sat there, he pins him, and then when he's done pinning him, he grabs him by his hair and he does the thing with the phone with no phone in his hand. He's going, yeah, bro, yeah. And then fucking tosses him down, takes the belt, makes the referee raise his hand properly yeah. and everything. It was fucking great. Yeah. I didn't like the ending of that match. I called bullshit at that match, too, because I don't want title versus title. Yeah, but... Overall, I, I mean, wanted Seth Rollins to win the fucking Royal. I wanted Seth Rollins to win it because it would advance the storyline for him and Matt Riddle because him and Matt Riddle had a thing going on and they could have explored that all the way to WrestleMania to where that Matt Riddle could have became your WWE champion. Yeah. Freddie watching it. He's like, yo, this motherfucker barefoot. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> yo, yo, Matt Riddle is a stoner. Yeah, I'm sure. He's like an RVD dude. <laughs> He's an RVD, man. Modern day beef. But yeah, that was your main event. Me and Randy. Me and Randy. Yeah, Freddie, when he heard him say uh, he's channeling his tag team partner, Randy Orton, right now, Freddie's like, him and Randy Orton are tag team partners? I was like, yeah, it's RK bro, bro. (laughs) RK bro. But, um, you know, it's pretty dope, bro. Chamber ended. Brock Lesnar winning. Brock Lesnar walking out of the elimination chamber, having fun with the fans and everything. Yeah, yeah. it was good. No, it was. I, I, I didn't like the ending that Lesnar won, but it was a match that I. It, Brock Lesnar's first elimination chamber match, number one. Honestly, overall, so I think it could have been a lot better, bro. There was a lot of bullshit going on. They were pulling a lot of bullshit ass tricks. Eighth man in WWE history to win a Rumble more than twice. I'm sorry, more than once. He's also a 10-time WWE champion. Uh He is all his first time ever in the Elimination Chamber, and he won. Uh, Not his first Elimination Chamber. Yes, it is. He was never in Elimination Chamber back in the day. Never. Back then, the Elimination Chamber was Raw exclusive when he was still around, when the brand sprint means something. Uh, SmackDown like had Armageddon, which, which had Hell in the Cell. Uh, he's been in a cell, yeah. Brock Lesnar's been in the cell. He's never been in an Elimination Chamber. Yeah. When the Elimination Chamber came out, Brock just debuted. The brand split just happened. He was exclusive on SmackDown, but he challenged The Rock for the WWE title because at that time, there was only one WWE championship. They didn't bring the World Heavyweight title back until 04. I feel like I've played SmackDown versus Raw or... came back, Brock Lesnar was already in a program with Bill Goldberg at WrestleMania 20. That's when the World Heavyweight title came back, pretty much. I was going to say, I feel like I either... Was playing way too much. I was gonna say SmackDown versus Raw, but apparently it's before that. Here comes the pain, or what was the other one? Shut your mouth so much that I thought he was in it. Shut your mouth, just bring it, and here comes the pain. Shut your mouth, yeah. Uh, just bring it was first, right? Wasn't just bring it like the first yes. one? Play- just bring it was first. PlayStation One, Fred Durst in it. You could unlock yep. Fred Durst as an unlockable just character. Just bring it. Character. And then shut your mouth. Yeah, shut your mouth. And then here comes the pain was after shut your mouth. And then here comes the pain, which was, was exclusive. Fire. Brock Lesnar, he was on the cover. That was 03. That shit was fire. I like I like shut that your mouth. because the... Lesnar won the WWE title against Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 19. That was also the same year he won 
the his first Royal Rumble and eliminated the Undertaker to do it. Yeah. Fuck it. I feel like those games were the shit. I just don't remember if they had Elimination Chamber in them yet. But I like the back. Yes, here comes the pain dead. Here comes the here pain. Comes the pain Shut dead. your mouth in it. Shut your mouth in it. I no. liked how you could run backstage though in that game and like and like have a match before your match and do all that shit. Take the train, go to like I don't the, care. See I the fans. like the fact that you're able to do that just in a regular match alone. You could just run backstage. Yeah, I know, but I like that like walk around before you head to your match, and then you had the option to like go to your match later. But you could like walk up the <laughs> test in the hallway. He'd be like, What are you looking at, bitch? And like you throw a punch at him or some that shit. That was the best fucking game, you know, storyline yeah. wise. Yeah. Was that best, NWO best also storyline? Was that the NWO storyline or was that uh, Here Comes the Pain? I think that was uh, Just Bring It. Just Bring It? No. Just no. Bring It. No, NW- no, no. Shut, N- your, shut, mouth. Yeah, shut, shut your, your mouth. Shut your mouth. Yeah, I, I didn't really play Just Bring It too much. Eric and Anthony had Shut it. Your Mouth had the NWO in it. And then Fred when Here Comes the Pain came back, you know, when Here Comes the Pain came out, they had the option for Hulk Hogan to mm-hmm. be in the NWO attire. Yeah. That shit was fire. That story. That was the only option they had for the NWO. And here comes the pain was just the Hulk Hogan attire for Hollywood Hogan. Okay. Either way. You could have Hollywood Hogan or you could have Hulk Hogan. There were two different. We could go on forever with video games, which is why I really want us to do No Mercy 1999. And fucking, because that's the that's based off the video game. That's the one that's based off the video game. Or is it No Mercy 2000? I have it written down. I think it's 1999. Is what they based. I want to see. I want to see Chris Benoit come back from the dead and have a fucking match against fucking somebody from today. Well, you can. Chris Benoit versus Daniel Bryan confirmed. Who? What? Chris Benoit versus Brian Danielson confirmed. Yeah. LaBelle Lock versus Crippler Crossface. It's the same move. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he, he influenced a lot of people, bro. You can't really delete a legacy or like something. Anybody who was an Eddie Guerrero fan was a Chris Benoit fan, 100%. Yeah, I know. And uh, I'm just saying, like, 100%. It's hard. Like you grow up watching somebody your whole life who's a superhero, and then like just because the business forgets about him, you can't forget about him if he was like a huge influence to you. Whether whether he was the hero or the villain, you know, it's like even if it's revealed to you later on, it's just like Chris Jericho you, you had fucking Nancy's sister on uh, Talk Is Jericho back in like 2015, 2016. Yeah, talk about the anniversary. It was like the ten year anniversary. So it was 2017. Saying influences, inspirations, a lot of that shit. Like, we don't even know the full story. I mean, and yeah. Chris even said, Chris even said, he goes, you know, a lot of the wrestlers today looked up to Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero together also. So mm-hmm. WWE does need to acknowledge that he even said it. He's like, they should acknowledge the fact that, hey, he did work for us. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you don't glorify what he did. Warning before they show yeah. any Chris Benoit matches going. This man was a professional in and out of the ring when it came to his co-workers. But besides of what happened to the untimely events that happened at the end of his life, mm-hmm. we are only honoring the career of said man, not the life yeah. of the man. Mm-hmm. 
And that yeah. would be a great way to do it. And even Nancy's sister said they're, you know, they're slowly bringing the stuff back, but it'll be a long time before they ever do that to where they said, you know, to where they say, look, we're going to, we are going to celebrate his career because he had a very legacy career that would have made him a definite Hall of Famer yeah. career-wise. Had he not done As that a, thing. I condone what what ended up leading to the final days of his life mm-hmm. and what happened afterward. We do not condone any of that, but he did work but, for us. But also, this I'm saying, his like, this is all he knew. We have to know what that trigger was in his brain, whether it was CTE or some sort of deterioration, are, years of taking head. Rumor is, is that Nancy wanted a divorce. Yeah, and he probably and lost it. But was he on drugs? You know, like paperwork. The night she gave him the divorce paperwork was the night that he killed her. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, he killed his son, and then he killed him. Mm-hmm. So that was the biggest rumor: was that she wanted the divorce. They just couldn't work it out anymore because he was getting violent and everything. Mm-hmm. That's also with the CTE, but it also with the amount of steroids he was fucking taking. Because yeah. I'm saying drugs. Uh, yeah. So, and he, so I, I, to me, I I would like to believe that what happened with Chris Benoit, Nancy, and Daniel was that Chris got divorce papers, triggered a roid rage in his head. He accidentally killed her. Knew what he did when the roid rage calmed down then he had no choice but to kill his son and kill himself. I mean, he did have a choice, though, if you think about it. That sounded silly. You fucking <laughs> yeah, he realized what he did, so he had to kill his son. He had no choice. Not, he, like, yeah, you yeah. had a choice. Like, just go to jail or kill yourself, bro. He, didn't, he doesn't know what jail's like. Yeah. He didn't know what any of the stuff sure, is because he was technically a very still, good still, person. I know, it's still never a went choice, to jail. though. It's still a choice, though. You know, if, if, the, if the real story is real and it wasn't like some conspiracy or set up or inside job or CIA according to or what According to what Nancy's sister said, Daniel died by somebody putting Xanax in his water. Chris Benoit put Xanax in his kid's water and... That's, solved it. That's and really the report. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was also like a still like a strangulation too. Like almost. He gave him the Xanax while he was killing him, so that he wouldn't know. So that he wouldn't feel it. Xanax is a sedative. It can knock you the fuck out. I know, but didn't he strangle him? He did strangle him, which means that in order for him to strangle him without making no noises, number one sedate the motherfucker as much as you can to put a pillow over the face and then strangle so that no other noises can be heard. But he had that choice not to do that shit though. Yeah. Like he, he dude, for all, for all we know, probably never snapped out of the roids until he found out his son was dead. Yeah. And then that's when he hung himself. Yeah. I'm saying it was all a series of occurrences, but still, dude, I don't know. I don't think I could ever like a big rumor. A big rumor was that fucking Kevin Sullivan fucking paid somebody to come in and kill yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one of them. For <laughs> Kevin sure. Sullivan was asked that question, and he goes, "Cause I had nothing to fucking do with it. The fuck you talking about? I yeah. wasn't even around." I mean, <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> you never know. No, I, 
Kevin Sullivan's totally clean with him and that. If, if anything, what I'm going to believe is that either two options, either A, he fucking ended up, you know, he was served divorce papers. Fucking steroids kicked in. He went on a fucking steroid tirade for two days. And when he fucking snapped out of it that Sunday morning, he probably looked around the house, noticed that Nancy was dead and his son was dead. And he was like, I, and, and then he realized that he did it and then killed himself. Huh. Because one, he wouldn't want to be going to jail for a double suit, you know, for a double murder and everything. So in his eyes, the only other way to escape it is to kill himself. He wouldn't have to live with it for the rest of his life sitting in a jail cell to where he probably would have killed himself in jail anyway. Yeah, I, I don't think he would have been fit for Chris Benoit would have done a 25 to life sentence if he didn't kill himself. 100%. Georgia law, he would have been killed mm-hmm. for 25 to life for doing that. And plus also you're killing a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Georgia doesn't take kindly to those rules including back then in 2007, you fucking killed a child back then in Georgia where it, it was really conservative. Isn't it 06? Oh, holy motherfucker, you got 25 to life. Isn't it 06 though? He died in 07. That was 07. He died in 07. When was Eddie? 04, 05? January 19th, 05. June 19th, 2007. I'm sorry. Nin- 2007. Was it June 19th or June 24th? No, June 19th. When, when, what year was Eddie, though? 05 or 06? November of 05. Okay, I was going to say, I thought he was a year before Ben. November 7th or like November like 8th. It was like right around the beginning of November. Probably even could have been like after like the 15th. Yeah. Crazy shit. But yeah, I don't know, man. I still think it could be a conspiracy. Who the fuck knows? Anything could be a conspiracy. Um, Triple H left Stephanie McMahon to become the head where he is today. So that's why he left China. That's why China killed herself. Really? You think so? Everybody no more. I think that's the case, huh? Started I really doing, don't know. There were I don't porn. know. There were reports. There were reports before China died that she went to Rowdy Piper's funeral. She saw Triple H and Triple H and one nothing to do with her. He walked away when he saw her and everything, and it made her really upset and pissed and everything because she went there to pay respects to Roddy and you know bury the hatchet. And everything with Triple H and Stephanie, because it's been over 20 years, you know, like who really cares? But then when Triple H saw her, he just literally just walked away. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were dating in real life, huh? They were together, I think, from like 92 or like 94 to like 99 or whatever. Yeah, crazy. Hunter, she said. They pretty much came into the WWE together at the same time. Yeah. It's like Triple H came in and I think like three weeks later, China came in. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hunter was on the hunt. Said, I'm going to the top of this food chain. And I don't give a damn who I have to take down or who stands in front of me that I have to go through to get there. Ironically, China got a lot better looking as she got older. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She was jacked when she was in her 20s. And I like it. No no offense. Yeah, she was a badass bitch. But. She looked like a dude. Yeah, she always had. A, she always had a nice ass, though. 
Always. She always had a nice ass. I was always like, yeah. But after like, but after like 2012 and 2013, she started not getting all those Botox and, you know, she started working out. She was still wrestling around then? Uh, She was getting ready for a comeback. Ah. I believe uh, when she died, I think she was getting ready for a comeback. When did she die? 13, 2013, 14? 2017, 2018. 17, 18? No, it had to be way before then. 16. 17? Nope. 18, Damn, I feel like it wasn't that long ago. I mean, I feel like it was a little bit longer ago. I thought I was still living. They inducted her into the Hall of Fame in 2019. Yeah. Well, I thought she, I thought it still happened when I was on the island, like working at the chimney company. Like she 13, 14, died 15. in 2017. She was inducted in 2019 with DX into the Hall of Fame. I was at that induction ceremony where she got inducted. I was there. I went. All right. All right. It was a post-mortem induction because they didn't want to induct her by herself because of the porn career that she had, but they decided to induct her with DX. Yeah, still, who cares? Should have did it. What about Val Venus's porn career? He's going to make That's it That's why Val Venus isn't mentioned in WWE anymore. That's why he's not what? That's why he's not mentioned in WWE because they're actually ashamed of some of the gimmicks that they've done yeah, over the past. Who cares? It's porn. Fucking everybody watches Vince, porn. Hey, Vince Russo is the one the who created the idea porn. for Venus. This could be the worldwide porno you know entertainment. Huh? Val Venus has even said that Vince Russo gave him that gimmick. Yeah. That was dope gimmick watching that shit growing up, though. It was a really good gimmick. Like, Vince shit. Russo's got some good ideas. Like, like, Jim Cornette says it the best. Ho train. One of my favorites. Jim Cornette says it the best. Vince Russo will shoot a hundred hundred ideas out of them. Out of out of a hundred ideas, Vince McMahon will pick one and he'll really like it. Mm-hmm. That's what Vince Russo does. It's a it's a hundred ideas until one. Like, what if we make a fucking works. porn star? We make a porn star wrestling. He's banging Ken Shamrock's sister and and everything. Look, it's a great idea. Look, look, what if we had a porn star wrestler who videotapes, kind of like the Big Lebowski, bro, but he's got but we call him Val Venus and he, and he kind of copies the big Lebowski bro, but he's a porn star. He's the Valboski. And then later on, we can run an incest angle, bro, with Ken Shamrock and his sister. With Val Venus getting in between of it. So, Bro, money writes itself, bro. Did I not mention earlier? WWE loves that family bro, shit. Bro, I also not mention we're going to take racial injustices called Kai and Ty, bro, and we're going to have them chop off the big Lebowski's penis live on TV, bro. We're going to commit a real neutering, dude, bro. Yeah. We're going to choppy choppy his pee pee, bro. Yeah, yeah. What was that, bro? What was what pay per view was that? We did we covered that. I think that was um, I think that was Bad Blood in '99. I, I feel like we covered that though. We've talked about that before. Choppy choppy your pee pee. That was a Vince Russo uh moment. Yeah. Well. Choppy choppy your pee pee. Well, we thank you for your service, Val Venus, and for and all those. We're gonna have. Imaginary a, sex tapes that we thought we would have seen, but we never saw because they never existed. <laughs> Hello, ladies. But uh, 
time to get on the set is in five minutes. What was her name? Ken Shamrock's sister, Ryan, right? Ryan, Ryan yeah. Shamrock. But anyway, but back to that. Yo, WWE, like we said earlier, loves the family shit. So we are going to be able to see back to the Elimination Chamber, Rey Mysterio. Versus Dominic Mysterio at some point in some sort of grudge match. Oh, some point. In some, some sort point. of daddy, you never really loved me match. Oh, the Miz. The Miz brought up an old uh match from the past. Were they, they right before Saudi Arabia? He looks at Dominic while he's talking to Ray and he goes, You know, your poppy. <laughs> is Eddie really your father? Yeah. I know they're going to bring that angle back too. Probably showing that footage. Because Dominic, Dominic doesn't look like Ray. He's so tall, this, that, and everything. They'll bring that it's footage like, back. well, wait a minute. Eddie's, you, Eddie's wait a minute. He's the same height as Eddie. Yeah, I know. You're Eddie's son. Yeah, not Ray's yeah. son. I know. Dude, He's so Eddie. much bigger than his dad. He, <laughs> dude, dad. he has Eddie's build. Yeah. I'm he saying, has Eddie Guerrero's build, his height, gonna, everything. It's weird. Yo, you know they're going to bring that footage in there and they're going to be like confusing him. His son is There is a big difference when you see them standing to yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, dude. I Ray know. Ray is like five two, five three. Small He's shit. fucking almost like five nine. Probably six foot. Probably at least six foot. Dominic five eleven, six foot. He is definitely Eddie Guerrero height because Eddie was even taller than Ray. Eddie's your puppy. <laughs> it comes out. I am your puppy. I've been your puppy yeah. all along, Dominic. They find a tape that Eddie re- that Eddie pre-recorded and said, I knew you would find the real truth one day. Yo, if that would have been great. Now that you say that, uh-huh. they could have done something like that. If they knew Dominic was going <laughs> to wrestle 10 years to later. Where- to where the Miz could have cut something out from that promo mm-hmm. that Eddie did before SummerSlam. Yeah. Going, you know, after I win, I'm your dad. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he just cuts that out. Going, I'm your dad, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have pissed Ray off even more than what he did on Monday night. It would have made so much more sense to do it that way now that you said it. Yeah, I didn't even watch it. I got to watch it. Go back and watch it. But what time are they on tonight? Eight o'clock? Eight o'clock. Only on? Might be on Peacock also. Yeah, Peacock. That's where I watch it, on Peacock TV. What channel's it on besides? Like USA still? It's still on USA Network, baby. Still on USA Network. I don't think you see that on Peacock. Does it show you it when you're watching it live? I don't know. I, just I might watch it live. Watch. I'll probably watch it tonight. Make a pizza. Got an early day at work tomorrow, though. So nine to five week with the, all day with the uh, schools closed. So it's like daycare. On that note, I got things to do. So this will wrap up. All right. Today's episode yeah, of good. wrestling with Don. episode 14. Like I said, own entity. Now it's going to be its own thing, but you can still find it in the same places. All the links below. Follow me at Dr. Fauci on YouTube and Dr. Fauci on TikTok. Get all the exclusive up to date things from the CDC, Wuhan lab, and even the fucking NHID, which ironically, Dr. Fauci's wife is the CEO of currently right now. So you can follow me there. 
Also, go to Rand Paul's website, go to Fire Fauci, donate five, 10, 15, 20 dollars, even a penny, anything just to get this motherfucker gone and arrested. It really helps the cause. And also go to louderwithcrowder.com, support the fight. Big tech's here and they're trying to censor everybody. That's why we're on Rumble. That's why we're on alternate accounts on different platforms, because YouTube one day will censor everything that we are saying or doing. Because we have the right to do what we want to do and say, and they want to take that away. And with that, we are out. Salute.